Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Talk Time with Landrate and Nato. Thank you for the constant encouragement and for always listening. Please show me more love and support by sharing this with your friends and family. I talked about bringing some guests to the show this season. So guess who I have here with me today? My sister, Mrs. Monica Obi. I call her M.A. M.A. Welcome to Talk Time with me, me, me. With me, Larry Donato. Thank you, Larry, for having me on your show. You're welcome. So today we'll be sharing our childhood moments with our audience. I hope you're ready. Yes. Also, I'm sure I'll have the opportunity to find out how well you know me. Even though we are sisters and we grew up together. I don't have the opportunity to find that out. So I'll find out that today. Well, having a sister is a gift. I know it's a big gift. Even though you sometimes drive me crazy. And I know I drive you crazy sometimes too. So (laughs) she said a lot. Okay, so one of the ones we are going to share this moment, our moment with my audience and how our growing up has shaped us, what we've learned from growing up, how... It has impacted our life, how it has shaped our lives, while we also have fun today. So, for me, one of those crazy, crazy, crazy times that you, times you made me crazy that I remember was when I was young and you used to tell me, I'm not your biological sister, that my parents were trying to, they wanted to throw me away because I'm physically challenged and um, our mom begged to keep me so those were one of those days that really made me crazy what are the days you can remember that i've done something to you know all right um anyway growing up with you was fun we had our ups and downs um i remember back then when we were still in the primary school i used to take you to and fro school i used to take you on my back to school i can remember vividly because you used to have your calipon on then mm. so in the process of trying to because we grew up somewhere in Ajegunle and yeah. the roads were not that good remember those days when you refused to straighten your legs and have to start using your leg to hit other pupils on the way before you can yeah because you cannot fold the calipers yeah, it has no. to be on you know the, the calipers those Calip- days yes yeah. so and i remember even though you take me to school on your back most times you never liked it you were always running away i yeah, remember mom yes. would say come back here <laughs> and sometimes uh, michael our late brother and i know i've mentioned in him in one of the episodes i think my episode two uh you would end up taking me without complaining but you always run and say i want to run um, yeah, your really because he, he's like he, well, he used to be on the campsite and somehow it has become a routine for me which sometimes most times i want to escape from taking you to school actually but i didn't have any option than to just take you to school and when i don't see you will have to be the one to take you okay so um growing up what, what can you say about my nature and how i relate with people um before then i talked about um about michael our late brother how did his death affect you because i i, I remember i mentioned to my audience it really affected how I, I i relate with people it affected me emotionally in so many ways even till today and i also remember i wasn't happy with my last words to him but what, what with you 
what what did you learn what how what did life because that was part of life having to know that you grew up with you were with someone and then later the person is no more and all that so how did his death and his you know the few times we spent together life how did it affect how did it impact you michael our late brother Growing up with him was fun too. We all grew up doing things together and his death really affected me a lot because I remembered when the Reverend Father came in that day and said, may the, may the soul of the faithful rest in peace. I was like, no. Because growing up, I never believed any of us would die prematurely. And we were quite young we then. We were very young because he died at 11. Yes, you were 13. was in 1990, if I'm not mistaken. And I really missed him a lot because we grew up the way we were brought up, we grew up doing things together and I missed the aspect of him not being around because he's always been like the man figure in our midst. Though we had an elder brother, but our old age range, range was very mm-hmm. close. So we do things together. So what I really missed about him is that together. And in fact, the first time the, his death hit me was, was the first Christmas without him. And I was like, no, on a good day, it's the three of us that will be dressed and will be heading towards church and him not being around even till tomorrow i still that just taught me that in life we have whatever we will live our lives as if this will just be the end because you never yeah. can tell yeah. what will happen the next minute and exactly what i mentioned with the last words i said to him and i learned never to you know to use bad words on people and if i do by chance i'm quick to apologize and to let the person know i really don't mean it yeah. because you don't know if that's the last thing you're going to say to that person or you know so so i was gonna ask i said what how do i how can you what kind of person would you say i am how do i relate with people be truthful yeah i have to be the truth um Larry is a very nice person she can be nice to a fault and growing up, she she has made kind a lot of sacrifices on my behalf. She might not know this. When we, when I was in SS3 back then, I remembered my biology biology teacher then, Mrs. Ukwe Minister, just called me and said, This young girl, Larry Tonato in GS1, is she your sister? I said, Yes, yeah, that's her mom's last born. She now said, ah, the rate at which that girl is going, she if you don't take time, she will meet you. And overtake you, and I was like, "How can, how could that be? That I'm already in SS3. She's just in GS1." And you see, to be candid, it actually happened because I remembered I was in SS3, and immediately I left school. I think two years later, I got admission into Lagos Poly, and somehow Nari found herself. She joined me in the Poly too, and you see, that's just life. She came, she left me in the Polytechnic went to the university and today she has a master's degree that's educationally then you see when i got married larry can be all out for me though we fight a lot when i got married she was there trying to fix things whenever it has to do with ma larry would just carry it on her head as if it's she's the one involved and i always pray that i'll be able to reciprocate same i remember when i wanted to have my first child she was on her way from school and i just called i said larry I think the baby will be coming today. She said, ah, all right, then I'll not, I'll not go home straight. I'll come to meet you in the hospital. And I was like, okay, no problem. Came with my box. And she actually came to the hospital with her box. And I was like, ah. So we waited. And you won't believe it. Larry was in the delivery room with me. Ah. 
honestly sometimes when i think of that act yes she was there when i had my first and second just unfortunate that the third one she wasn't around she was at work so i'd already had my baby then she would do all that and i'm always thinking will i be able to re- reciprocate this gesture yeah that's larry and we fight a lot yes we yeah. fight we fight we fight we fight because we have the same temperament. <laughs> we do we do fight a lot and you see my children too they are always comfortable and happy being around her so the only thing about her that pisses me off is yeah, when she mm-hmm. stands on something ah, it's always very difficult for you to change her mind she's bent on doing something especially when you tell her ah, this thing she'll tell you no her mind is made up well, maybe initially she might be heady but later when she realizes that okay for me that, that's why i don't think for me it's a strength for me i don't do things and give up easily yeah, i don't she try over and yeah, over she, again you are a so, go-getter because you so, you you are multi-talented so that's why and, i want to convince myself that this yeah. is impossible this is not worth doing yeah so, yeah well, I think that's that really, pisses you off i it don't does, know why because when you when you start and you're like no larry don't do that you tell me no that's how i want to get it done and I don't think your your opinion counts at this moment. Okay, okay. So I want to ask, right. what do you think was my most prized childhood possession? There's something I liked back then when I was young. When I was a child, it was Food. no what? Pri- no, I mean most prized possession. Something I owned. Something that a gift. That, I think it was mom that got that gift. The doll. Yes, which <laughs> of the doll? The twin doll. Yeah, my <laughs> twin two girls. <laughs> I, I was just thinking even before this interview because I was trying to pick, yeah. you know, pick the questions I was going to ask yeah, I you. Think you put it for you when you were age five or so. I can't remember, but mm. I remember. I saw, I it remember. just it just keyed in now why I really like twin children. Yeah. You know, I really like those twin dolls. dolls. Yes, yeah. that was my most prized possession. Yeah, so you really got that. Yeah, my doll. Yeah. So, what's the best gift? You said I've been there, I've done that, blah, blah, blah. It's mm. God and it's me. The truth is, for me, I, I want, when we, I don't just want us to talk and discuss. I also want to, um, just want to talk and just, not just have fun, but I also want my audience to learn from, from whatever we are sharing with them. Now, you talked about me going all the way out and all that. I do it for you. I do it for my friends. I do it for my loved ones. Anyone I just love. If I if I don't know you, I I still want to go. Yeah, that's you know? just that's yes. Just and nature. you know the secret. Maybe it might be that I'm being selfish, but when I do those things, it makes me happy. When I see smiles on people's face, it makes me happy. So I believe people. If people could learn to live that way, like. If you if you try to make people happy, it, it comes back to you. You know that's how Definitely. you know that's how I live. That's how I live my life. That's why I do those things. I don't know if it's selfish, but when I see people happy, it makes me happy. Yeah. So, what's the best gift you think I've ever given you? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, the best gift ever. You've given me a lot, quite a lot of gifts. Was both my fortieth birthday that you organized for me because. Oh. I, it was a surprise birthday party. I just told you that ah, I wanted, I would have loved to celebrate my 40th. And you were like, um, why? I said, I saw some pictures of my friends that did has some few months before mine. And you were like, okay, why don't you just do a photo shoot and upload? And I was like, okay, no problem. I think that would be okay for that day. But some days to the day, I think I was hospitalized and I was in the hospital. And I was like, well, I'm not going to, I'm never going to have my 40th birthday the one 
and you insisted that no don't worry we'll still come over for the photo shoots don't worry i'll you'll do the photo shoot and i was like no i can't just be coming out of the hospital and not tell and me i remember asking, come for our a photo family, asking our family doctor if if you're going to be discharged so that i know how to plan if you were going to be very be okay yeah so on that day, day i was discharged from the hospital actually and they were like i was coming home and i was like what is happening here what's happening i saw a lot of cars on the street and i was asking what's happening in our house they said nothing that's just the church that is around that they were having a program so i was like okay it's none of my business so immediately i just got to the gates my my i was overwhelmed because people i never expected were at home waiting for me and uh, in fact you made me a very big cake the biggest of all the cakes ever and i was like what you went all this all the way to get this done for me so bringing people know. all the way gathering them for your 40th honestly, was your was, the best gift ever it was the best gift okay, ever i hope to do more and get you uh, you know a better a better one yeah amen yes um so um okay i already you already told me what what gets you crazy mm. okay my my being heady gets yeah, you crazy yeah so what is um there's some well, that's there's one thing that completely changed about me as i got older what did you think that was is there anything that completely changed but if you looked about if you look at me my growing up and all that did anything completely change about me did i drop something did i pick new habits or you know let me see um maybe i could give you well you should say what you think completely changed about me, me. i don't want to give let you let me clue. just say what completely changed about you like this you're being headed to kind of i think growing up now has made you see things in a better way and i think you've learned to be more patient if i'm not mistaken yes because your natural person you flare up at every slightest provocation but wow. with time now and you stay with mom now has kind of made you a bit calm yeah, than I, I, was, I, I honestly was going to say that myself <laughs> so, if you didn't mention and I've, that and I've noticed it and I think I'm what, happy about what, that what changed change. about me as I grew up completely was my temperament your temperament like, because, has changed yes because I used to be very cranky very very cranky and I, I remember the recent I'm... one that happened when you and mommy were on your way to my house and I was like should we come and pick you no this that and at the end of the day when I got to your place I was like so you can't even greet me you just kept quiet and you were looking at me and your natural person would have fled up <laughs> so I went into the house and came back and I think we made up quite unusual almost times like that everybody will pass their ways and will not make up that very day so but well, you were able to control that I'm glad I've been there. able to manage and yeah. I'm managing myself growing up it's a process yeah, it is. Every everything in life is a process mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm making progress yeah. with that process and I think the major thing is for you to be able to identify your weakness exactly. so once you're able to identify your weakness you'll be able to work in it but mm-hmm. if you don't know what your weaknesses are then there's no how you'll be able to work okay. in it yeah. and sometimes you can randomly sample people's opinion you know yeah i'm not people who have different opinions about you but one or two three people would say something similar you could you would definitely know that this is one of the things i have to work on that's how we become a better person, person yeah. yeah so was one thing that people would like they really like to talk about or they say about me when i was young people as in family members or friends people family member because there's one i remember at What's least that? i know there's one they, they used to say i was 
too slow. They call me. There's somebody that calls me Mama Slow. Mama Slow. Calls me Mama Slow. So you do I your own things people... at your pace. Then, mm. then you are not a fast eater. You can sit with your food from morning to night. Except mm. you are being yeah. You were very quite slow when you were. I think that has younger. changed right now. It I'm has. Mama it has changed. Yeah. Apart from my anger that we've mentioned before that I've been able to control. I mean my temperament. What are what other things do you think were my are my weaknesses that I can yes, learn from? Um, 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 weaknesses when it comes to finances too. <laughs> you get ready to spend your last <laughs> anybody, and ordinarily even when it's, it's not planned for, I think it's also a weakness as far as I'm concerned because mm. um, you do it to a fault at times uh, and. I just spend my money on people. <laughs> yeah. But, but really, okay, if it's a weakness, I think I have not been able to work on that. Yeah, you I'm should really, be able to work on that. Because too. I'm a woman, I should be prudent with spending. Yeah, you should be. Except should I be. get married to a husband that is prudent. <laughs> yeah. You have to be too. Okay. Yeah, to okay. Manage, so so if, if you ask now, do you think I'm book smart or street smart or both of them? Come again? Am I book smart or street smart or both of them? Yeah, both. Yeah, both. You balanced it. You, you balanced it. You can. Smart. Yeah, yeah, you balanced it. Mm-hmm. But which is more? Like the street in yeah, the street is mine. <laughs> street is me. <laughs> the street trained me. The street, <laughs> the street groomed me. Yeah. Okay, so do I like pets? Ah, oh, really? A, a lot. Which one would I prefer, a dog or a cat? Ah, oh, dog. <laughs> dog. Yeah, because I remember crony. At yeah, a point, my, my little last, baby was calling last. the crony your child. Yes, think, and uh, that was how I saw crony too. Crony uh, was, um, and I'm happy that I was pet pay. You say, Auntie Larry, how is crony? Yeah. So there was a day crony was even running after me. But me, Auntie Larry, is, he almost called crony your baby. And I wasn't <laughs> too comfortable with that. Yeah, you like dogs. Okay, you do know. you see me that uh, am I a competitive person or I am always supportive to no, others? No, no, you're not competitive. You're not you're not, you don't see people's progress as a challenge or anything to you. Just always one yeah, you, you're a one-man squad. So it's, that's, that's one part of me that I'm happy about. Yeah, I, I move at my own pace. You yeah. pace you don't. So, one thing about me again, I'm sure it was my childhood that brought this out. I'm an attention seeker and all yeah, that. So you are. I said, what's up? So, what are those things I'm obsessed about growing up, even till now? You know? Birthdays, though. Yes, you're right. My love birthdays. Your birthdays. Like you don't like people not wishing you happy birthday, especially close family members. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not happy, always happy about that. So, growing up, was I an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, I think you were more of, you talk and you don't talk to Mm. I think I was more of an introvert. Well, you don't talk really like that, but I when, talk when I'm when, when I'm you're in the midst of your people, yes, but, but when you are crowd, in the crowd, which I do, you're always I do right very now. quiet. Yes. And I don't, I don't know like if it was me. because I felt uh, very less about myself then. I was ashamed. Mm. I, yeah, I think I don't like talking. In, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like talking in public because I just feel very less about myself. But as time goes on, I discovered that I was more than my than than my look, than mm-hmm. my my whatever thing I call physically challenged or whatever yeah. it is. I think then 
why I don't talk outside then was because sometimes it's hard for me to compose uh, good English. English. (laughs) We're very good at speaking pidgin English. English. For those in, you know, in Nigeria, I don't know, I think that's what maybe those in the UK will call patois or something. All right, that's true. I was very afraid. So I used to compose (laughs) what I was going to say in my head before saying it out. So I I think that made me a bit more bad. It happens to everybody too. Okay, so... So, but right now I know I'm an I'm an extrovert, mm. you know. So, what what I, what is the thing that you are most proud of about me? Mm. You're being able to see your disability as a how would I call it? You you didn't you didn't allow your disability to define you because I and, I, and you know I don't even like calling it disability. Okay. I like call let's just be deformity. Okay, let's because oh okay if, if that's what the world calls call disability. It, yeah. So I find ability you, in, in, you, ability you, in my disability. You dare to do things that people that are not even physically challenged cannot do because I remember back then when you were in Lagos Poly, I think it was just the two of you that were females in your department. Yeah, and when you got to Ife. You were among the 11 ladies, if I'm not mistaken. We're 10, we're 10, 10 ladies 10 in ladies that department. In 90 guys. Yeah, you you always dare to do things that the so-called um, people that are not challenged cannot yeah, do. Even like myself, body. I remember there are quite a lot of things you can do that me, for one, I cannot do. I remember um, I taught you how to make cake, but you stepped ahead you of me. And you can further. do a lot of things now that I can't even do. You, you can make hair, you can you can sew. There are quite a lot of things that you, you dare to do and you don't give up easily. So I think it makes me proud. And, uh, so I'll just call myself gifted. Yeah, you are, you are. You are. And I'm so proud of that. So, uh, there was a time I used to be suicidal, you know. Mm-hmm. What did you think? What were, what were your thoughts? Those times I used to do those things. Those times I used to do those things. I just look at you and say, look at the life that you have not created and trying to take it out. And like me, I've had quite a lot, number of challenges in my life that some, they were not really funny though, but I'd never for once thought of killing myself. And growing up, I think we became more closer to God and we knew more of God was. So I felt that should even make yourself, allow you the devil to minister things that are not into your life. Because like I said before now, you you are more talented than I am. And I see opportunities for you. I see no reason why the devil should minister to you to go and commit suicide. So as far as I'm concerned, I just feel it's the devil that is toying with your mind. And So th- those listeners who would want to lose hope, who, who, are, who have sometimes been suicidal like mm-hmm. me, or they are still thinking of suicide, they should mm-hmm. see that there's still something there's a unique thing they should search in about them that you know that can catapult them to the next level or they should just find just that one thing all they need is just that one thing that that will make them realize that they are very important they are trusting god okay okay so so um I have so many questions and this is like my longest podcast that I've made. My podcasts are always very brief, but maybe because it's like an interview or a talk. Yeah, so 
it might take a little while and i hope i'm making impact or or, or my and my um, audience are learning from from this so what are the habits of personality traits you know that um, <laughs> some people have that that i don't like that annoys me <laughs> um, Actually, i call you mama hygiene hygienus <laughs> hygienus that's what i call her um, you don't like people picking their nose. Yeah. It irritates you a lot. It's very irritating. Um, it's a bad habit. You don't like people touching your face. Yes. And you, you, you are, how would I put it? Maybe you say you are too clean to a fault. So you always find fault in whatever anybody does that you feel is not right. A, co- a co- colleague of mine says you have OCD. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I do call her hygienus mommy mommy hygienus so what is that thing that I, I absolutely can't stand that I can't stand it's the picking of nose now the picking of nose and lies actually and I lies, can't stand yeah, lies. lies I don't like people tell lies too can't stand lies yeah. um, do I like being the center of attention um, sometimes sometimes I feel like all these people have forgotten me here maybe it's the last born syndrome picture yeah. Uh, you like uh, you like create a scene and you want me. everybody to now like ah Larry what is this this that <laughs> hey, when you now draw people's attention you now start telling us I'm not seeking for anybody's attention <laughs> but you you would have kind of succeeded in bringing everybody attention. to there's positive attention that I like not the negative um, one so yeah. am I rather a planner or a spontaneous person would you say. <sighs> Am I a spontaneous person or a planner? What do you think? You don't know. I don't know. Ah, from the way I do things. Am I am I someone that would just swing into action? Yes. Well, you don't know. For me, I think I'm a spontaneous person. Okay. Because I just do things on you know, I just well, or should I say both? Yeah. We're kind of both too. You're good at planning things. I plan things before doing them. Yeah, and you swing into action when the plan is set. But sometimes, can I just say, I want to do this, and I will not be planning before before now. And yeah, I, and I just... yeah, that's why I told, I said, in terms of finances, when money is involved, you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Even if that money is not so meant for that purpose, you just swing into action without waiting for anybody's opinion. So I guess opinion. I'm a spontaneous person. Okay. Let's okay, all in all, you know, we didn't grow up with both parents, but what yeah. what's what, how has that affected you? I've I've mentioned how it affected me and how well I the things I enjoyed from it back then that I could I could get things from mom at the same time get things from dad, mm. you know. But mm. even though day, I didn't you know really grow up with dad. Yeah, we didn't and mm-hmm, the so. later parts we know. So well how did the broken um, home actually affected me? both negatively and positively. Okay, can you share quickly? Um, I remember growing up, you know, and there was no phone there. So you could easily just switch roles. Tell mommy you are going to see daddy of which you know she might eventually not get to know if you got there or not. And then somehow because mommy was strict, I kind of chose my own way, which wasn't really good. Thank God for redirecting my steps to, and I don't pray for broken home for my children. So I mm. deliberately want not for anyone to stay not... in my marriage to make it work because 
um, when the um, the elephants fight, is the grass that suffers. It always has negative no effects on the children, on the children yeah. and the people involved, and both parties that are involved. So, so we really, was okay because mommy tried not for making God, us. It was just God. Yeah, that, it was God. You know, and, and she tried, tried playing to, her role both ways, but it's not always mom and uh, exactly. She tried. She tried a lot, but. Because I remember there were some things that, you know, mom was straight, she really, you know, she brought us up well, mm, but it wasn't easy on her part, yes, but really, I'm sure there are some things that I used to do that mom. even you never knew, did you ever knew that there was a time I used to smoke? No, 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 no. Are you just finding out now? Not or really, I've mentioned, you, you mentioned it, but I never got before. to know and I, I never suspected anything yeah, of such. So you mentioned it one of the days you were talking and I was like, really? Yeah. Really, so, I mean, so I had to travel some places without her knowing. But thank God, so that really, <laughs> broken home is really it, it has a major negative impact on, on, the, children, on the children and, and the parents. If, if there's anything, <clears throat> if there's anything you owe your children is is keeping your marriage and try to make it work. Yeah. If you're an abusive um, father, I think you should stop just because of the love for your children and for the for their future mm -hmm. and if you're a mother who is not submissive what, whatever it is just really just try to make your marriage work and because you Christ. find that person you pick that person yeah. make it work make it work yes so so what's one thing i think this will be the last question All what's right. one piece what's one piece of parental advice that you've held on to for me, there's one thing mommy used to say to me. Maybe that's what has helped me till now. That's why I'm not competitive. Mom, mom will say what you don't have. You, you don't, don't miss. miss. Yeah, yeah. Miss. I do say, I do tell my children so too. What that you don't have she she yeah. always says that. And then, so what, what's one parental advice that you remember? And she would always say, "What your money won't she?" Meaning, remember the child of whom you are. So, so how does that how does that impact us? So the child of whom you are. Child of you, you are. You are somebody that your parents wouldn't want you to go out there and mess up. So even though you do that under some kind of umbrella, you still remember the fact that if my mom gets to know about this, she will not take it lightly with me. So there's still this check there that there are some things I mustn't do and that she mustn't get to know that I do. So when... Unfortunately, I'm just trying to think. When I mentioned mom, I'm trying even the few times I spent with uh, our late dad before he died, I'm trying to think if there's any yeah. uh, parental advice I ever got from Yeah, he says him. the same thing too. No, what did I have? You don't mention no, mom. No, 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 no. That, that, That's that one when you one she. Yeah, so yeah it's I'm one of his own um, popular thing too because he believes he is somebody that is he's so full of himself let me just use that word and then um, he doesn't like anybody dragging his name to the mud so he's um he's very strict just like mom um and he's also very disciplined so, so well monica and me thank you it's been fun yeah so i hope you enjoyed Yes, I, I hope you enjoyed this, um, this yeah. session with yes, me, this I time did. with me. I and I hope our listeners, I was trying to break it down, so okay. at each um, at each point, for them to pick, you know, the things that we've learned, mm -hmm. what we've shared with them, and um, the positive side of what we are talking about. And I hope 
So I look forward to another time of having you. This is not going to be talking about our childhood this time. Right. We'll be talking about something else. No I'm still going to have some other of my friends and that I've mentioned in my past podcast. I've mentioned that this season is going to be, I'm going to be talking about people who've impacted my life, people who've been part of my life and all that. So thank you so much for coming. You're welcome, Larry. And thank you so much, my audience. I hope this, um, this episode... Um, it is impactful enough and I hope you come back here to listen when I'll be bringing in some of my angels like I call them have a great day